You're listening to the Red Diamond Emporium, an Elder Scrolls podcast. Here are your hosts, Bob Chichinsky and Dog Bark 24. Welcome, everyone, to episode 22 of the Red Diamond Courier. I am your host, as always, Bob Chichinsky, here with my good friend, Dog Bark 24 How you doing this week, Dog? I'm doing pretty good. How are you? Oh, you know, doing pretty freaking fantastic. You know, all things considered, Graymore is finally upon us. Are you saying cool? <laughs> With all that snow, it's hard not to. Oh, well, that's good. Very, very great pun there, Doctor. Awesome. <laughs> <laughs> so um, this week it is our first time having a uh, chapter come out as a podcast. So we wanted to do something kind of totally different and uh, just kind of bring our uh, first impressions and reactions and uh, our kind of ideas of what you know ways you could get the best out of Graymore and how what we've been doing uh, so far in the first couple days we've got our hands on it and we also have uh, you know a few messages from people in the community and their impressions so we're going to start with those after the news and pvp stuff then we'll get on to how me and dog feel about some of the new stuff that came with this new chapter so how about the news dog why don't you start us off here for news we have the graymore chapter release for consoles we also have the nightfall crown crates coming june 18th and stuff got leaked. The stuff is totally out there. So, I mean, uh, if that's what you want to go see, then you, you know, you have that, that opportunity. So there, I know, uh, our good friend robots from the elder Scrolls Lorecast already did a video previewing the new stuff coming. So you can go check that out there. Then yes, another freaking Indrik. I cannot believe it. Moss Heart this time. And like I've seen a lot of people that are like, oh man, people should stop hating on the Indrix. Like, look, I am all for, you know, Indrix. I I'd like Indrix. I think they're a cool species and everything. But to make this many different colors, like really just like I don't want to ride an Indrik because there's already so many other people. Like, everyone's riding an Indrik. It, it's lost its luster even at this point. But you have to collect them all. <laughs> but there's going to be so many that you can't even put all of them down in your house. And we will write a petition to Zoss. <laughs> <laughs> I will sign that petition. But yeah. So, not a lot in the news. I assume that... That and Drake Berry will start happening pretty soon with Mid-Year Mayhem. Hopefully that's our next event coming up very soon. And well, Mid-Year Mayhem has to give us the rest of the Ice Heart or Ice. Oh, it will finish yeah. off the Ice Heart one? Oh, okay, yeah. okay. Well, then, yeah. Moss Heart will probably be throughout the whole end of the year. So 
There you go. Maybe 2021 will bring us something different than an injury, but you never know. (laughs) Yeah, pretty much, right? So, speaking of mid-year mayhem, we have for you guys the current state of Cyrodiil. And I have pretty much nothing to say because I have not touched PvP since Greymore came out. Clearly, I'm sure plenty of people are probably in the same boat there. And we're just going to go straight into the scores for you guys. So, over on PC, Greyhost, we have Ebonheart Pack leading with 58.6k. Daggerfall is in second with 57.1k. And... The Aldmary Dominion is in last with 56.9k. So it's a pretty close race for uh, second there. And all the factions are pretty close for first. DC in second. We'd love to see you move up into first, DC. Come on. And then on the EU side of things for PC, Greyhost, we have Ebonheart Pack 67k in the lead, Aldmary Dominion second 53k, and the Daggerfall Covenant in third with 46k. Those are some pretty spread out scores, so it would be tough for those other factions to come back. But I do have faith, and come on, DC, get out of last place. Don't finish last. Dogged, how are things going on Xbox NA? I know we uh. We have a reset week here. First week of a new campaign. Who won? Well, last week, AD swept Xbox, winning both of the campaigns, NA and EU. That but is this sad. week, and hopefully this month, it looks like DC is going to sweep both campaigns because DC is in first on Xbox NA with 16K. And second, we have EP with 10K. And then in last, you have AD with 9K. And then similarly in Xbox EU, you have DC with 16.2K, EP with 10.8K, and AD in 8.5K. Finally, we have the Daggerfall Covenant <laughs> in first. And not just one, we are sweeping Xbox right now. You love to see it. DC in first, hopefully we could get at least one win this month. We need it. It's been too, too long. I think we'll get two wins. <laughs> I feel you. I, I, let's go for four. I'm just kidding. But anyways, as always, our PS4 correspondent, Lotus of Doom, has gotten us the scores. He got us the scores so fast and on time this week. They were like almost non-existent. <laughs> he was so early on. He nailed it right after uh, the campaign reset. And being this week uh, was you know, the Chinsky birthday week, I was super busy and my PS4, uh, it came with me wherever, you know, I went, not wherever, but it was definitely unplugged for our trip and I have not plugged back in. So I don't have a re- more recent scores. So these are very early on. I, and we don't have EU scores this week, but, um, for Lotus, I guess I'll say I'm proud to announce, even though not really my thing, but Evan Hart packed, swept the PS4. They won uh, both NA and EU campaigns, Greyhost, last month. So there you go. Way to go, EP. Way to go, AD on Xbox. And as far as the scores go for NA, 
this week we have Eminhart Pack leading again, 440, Daggerfall Covenant, 426, and All Mary Dominion, 332. So, I'm sure that things have progressed further. Eminhart Pack, they're always leading over there, it seems. So, hopefully, that would be really cool if Daggerfall could get a win over there this week. And not this week, this month. We gotta get back in some uh, some PvP here, dog. Yeah, you could. De- we can definitely get in some PvP during uh, Mid Year Mayhem. That's I think sure. uh, my Necro deserves its its Emperorship finally. I don't know. It isn't uh, you know a Necro. <laughs> it would be the first time we empty Necro in our group. At least that'd be pretty cool. Yeah, but that is all for the future. And for the now, we finally have Graymore, and we've been waiting to talk about it pretty much since we started this podcast. I released, what, the first episode? Yeah, it was the day before that uh, I left for Vegas with my beautiful girlfriend, and we saw this all get announced, and it's kind of been... Like, this podcast has been the journey to the wait for Graymore, almost. It's been right, uh, you know, it was, I don't know where I'm trying to go here, but help me, dog. Uh, It was the inspiration of your trip. (laughs) Yeah, I can can live with that. (laughs) Okay. Not where I was going, but I I could live with it, too. I that's getting left in there for sure. So, yeah, here we are, finally to Graymore, and we're gonna embrace it. We're going to just uh, take some time to talk some Graymore with you guys. I'm sure you guys are all gaming up in Graymore, and we just wanted to chill with you guys. You know, were you were you gaming it? You know, right, dog? Right. So we don't have. A plethora of uh, community reactions here, but we do have a few we're going to go through. Uh, Dog, why don't you start us off? So first off, we have Brad, which is at XBR7X, and he says, So, the main story was amazing. Just finishing up on side quests, and then that's the full zone done. Only thing left to delve into... After that is Antiquities, which I can't wait for. I would say it's the best expansion to date just in front of Somerset, IML, which is in my opinion. That's uh, some pretty high praise, and that's uh, actually becomes a trending topic here, as you guys will see. This next one from Tyler G at YoyMean1. First thing I had to do, obviously, was head to Solitude and see the changes. Loved it. Then, I just cruised all the way around the area like three times, stopping to see all the views. So far, I'm digging it to the max. Keep up the show, y'all. Great stuff. Thank you, Tyler. And you keep doing your thing, man. Great stuff to you as well. Glad you're enjoying Solitude and all the other Skyrimness. All right, next up we have Skybound21, which is at Darkfang Studios. After playing through the zone in the story, it does feel as though Graymore has the strongest and best written story so far. 
my only criticism, not enough Argonians. Kidding, it's great. And I don't know. I think uh, it has just the just right amount of Argonians in it. <laughs> yeah, I replied something like, oh, it's too cold for Argonians. And he came back with a very well thought out, like, hissed argument. That, you know, <laughs> I was like, oh, wow. Yeah, this guy really wants some Argonians. No, I'm just kidding. But yeah, glad that you are enjoying it as well, Skybound. Our last one from the community we have from Zalor90, who is also at Zalor90. All these ads are from Twitter. And Zalor says, Haven't made it too far yet, but I'm loving what I've seen so far. The new vamp skills, antiquities, the return of Lyris, an awesome story thus far, and the familiarity of being back in Skyrim all add up to make this my favorite chapter so far. And there you go. We have uh, two clear votes for best chapter so far right there. That's that's pretty interesting. It takes a lot. I mean, Somerset it was pretty legendary, and a lot of people love Morrowind. And, you know, there's also Elsewhere. Yeah, I liked Elsewhere. It's also the only chapter I've, you know, completely done, but... I liked Elsewhere. <laughs> Somerset wasn't wasn't your thing? You didn't completely do it? I never did the zone story. I uh, grinded the Sigic one twice instead. Definitely didn't have done it the second time. Well, now that you've well, you've done the DC story originally way before Darien, man. You gotta go you know, Darien is part of Somerset. You gotta go chill with them over there. Yeah, I should. Definitely something I'll be doing, you know. Within the next, or within the month. Within the month. But right now, you are all focused, just as we are, on Skyrim. So here we go, guys. Let's get into our Greymore reactions. We're going to talk some Skyrim, zone, you know, story, etc. stuff. No spoilers here. You never have to worry about that. We're just going to go over what we have you know thought of it and we're going to talk that we're going to talk the trial and of course a little bit black reach followed up with some vampire stuff and my uh surprising favorite antiquities we're going to round it out with so yeah we have skyrim western skyrim guys the story starts uh you know, there are all kinds of awesome characters. Lyris is there, clearly. Um, Fenorian, my boy Fenorian from Unhallowed Grave. He's Ooh, also Fen. there. Yeah, my boy Fen. <laughs> He's the homie. And he is also there, big part of the story. And I, I really am just going to kind of leave all that i will highly recommend that you guys go and uh partake in that i know that there's a billion things going on with the new chapter but uh the story is good and i think you guys will enjoy it one thing i will point out man those first couple quests were long yeah and if uh, you're trying to read something and if you're with lyris if you think lyris will protect you you're wrong <laughs> Come she on, Lyris. I'm trying to read something. 
Yeah. Wow, a jogger too. Yeah, but it was a jogger. It's like, come on, you're supposed to kill it as I read. But no, she was just standing there. <laughs> I've had a few uh, times where I'm reading something and then boom, the loudest, craziest thing ever <laughs> happens. A huge hero storm. Yeah, I've uh, jumped a couple of times because I'm like deep reading or deep into like thinking. And it's just like boom, boom, boom with his hair stems going off right next to me. Yeah, we don't really have this on the list here, but let's talk some Harrow Storms real quick, dog, because my first experience was pretty much that. I was literally uh, talking to... I was doing the main story, talking to this NPC, and I remember I hear this crazy thing happening, and it sounded like, in my mind, because it was happening behind me in my character, so I hear it because I have my headset on, and in my mind, I'm like, did 10 people just drop a meteor at the same time? <laughs> like, holy crap, the sound is so loud. It's exploding. My controller is shaking. And I just exit out of the conversation and turn around. It's just like exploding red everywhere. It's like, oh, crap, this is the hero story. This is happening right now. Me and my girl immediately ran over there. And I would love to give you guys a full report on it, but... Uh, there's so many people killing them it's hard to tell i think that they seem like they would be pretty hard to solo though yeah because yeah i'd say you you at least need three so that you can have one person at each thing at each pike yeah it depends on how many pikes there are i don't know if there's three or four so what about you dog any crazy first impressions of a hero storm um my first impression uh, like when the first one that I saw, I just saw like a red shadowy mist and I wanted to go see what it was. And it was the hero storm and I killed the boss. That's about it. You could see them from really far too. Yeah. And then, oh, earlier today, uh, I was hanging out at one of the stops um, and I was talking to some of the travelers and all of a sudden they started talking and they started freaking out. And, you know, is the hero storm happening? And let me tell you, it's probably the one of the most morbid things ever out there. Oh, man, I've been waiting to see how one of them starts, too. Now that just makes me even <laughs> more excited. I got to see it. So we've got the story. We've got the zone. We've got hero storms. There's a bunch of giant camps out there. And uh, let me tell you, eat the cheese. I'm not going to say any of the awesome stuff that may or may not happen if you do, but you should go eat the Giants cheese. And eat the cheese and don't swap your bars. There you go. Dog knows all the secrets. At least, our, at least for console. All right, so next up we have a... There is a new tank load going around using the new Winter's Respite set and the Leeching Plate. And... Yeah, it seems to be really good for a small group PvP. And it's especially good with like the Warden Ulti Tree heal because you just pretty much become unkillable for like 10 or 12 seconds. Kind of crazy. I, uh, that must be pretty meta because I was in, I don't know, somewhere earlier today and this guy was like, oh, watch out. Another dude with Winters and Leeching tanking it up. I was like, why is this guy hating? 
Yeah, it's because yeah. Because super meta, I guess. Yeah. So what does Winter's Respite do? Why is that? Why are people liking it? Yeah, whenever you cast an ability that leaves an effect on the ground, it uh creates a circle of healing. So pretty much, if you have like, you know, for wardens, it's the tree ult. So when you have that, it it creates you know the tree ulti heal along with the uh the winner's spite, and then if you take damage, you also get that like little AOE heal as well. Nice, yeah, that's that's pretty awesome. I could see that being good for your tank. Yep, and of course I want to, you know, get some of that purple jewelry and all my drops are going to other people. <laughs> of course. So what about some of the rewards from uh, the Skyrim zone? Alright, so for re rewards, so you can get the Black Reach Vanguard motif style. That is from the uh, dailies. Uh, for titles, you can get the Savior of Western Skyrim. And the Black Reach Blue Die from the same like achievement. Uh, you can also get a Trio Dummy from the Labyrinthian, which you need 50 pieces of. But then you have a costume, which is the Masterfield Cartographer from the Dwarven Public Dungeon, which has seven different parts. But it hides your shield when it's sheathed. So, yeah. That's some of like the, uh, you know, just oh, the Overland Skyrim type deal. Yeah, and uh, have you gone through any of uh, the world bosses? I've gone through most of them. I've gone through some. I know I've I was able to solo two of them, or just about solo nice. until somebody else came in and helped. But not. That's really kind of surprising that you know they're soloable right off the rip. But yeah, uh, it's hard to tell for me because. There's always been so many people, but a lot of them look pretty cool. And one of my things was like, we better be able to fight some vampire lords. And there are definitely some to go fight. So that's cool. So yeah, dog, any, uh, any last thoughts on the overall zone there? Any delves you uh, really like or sky shards you think were cool to go find? Um, just that, you know, I think the, uh, whole Overland Skyrim is pretty cool. <laughs> I will, um, totally ignore your pun there <laughs> and also just totally agree with you because I was not super like, oh man, I want to go back to Skyrim, but going and like running just to like the next destination of the quest or you know, just traversing, you know, waiting for a hero storm. Or, it just really has the, the Skyrim feel. Like, they nailed it. And I was just, I was a little impressed. And it even brought some nostalgia out of me. Like, oh, man, this is, this is Skyrim. It's been a decade. But this is, uh, it reminds me of the times, the good old times. Yeah, that reminds me. I was uh, traveling up a mountain and I was killing all the goats and deers and squirrels and all that kind of stuff because I needed False God to help me run faster. And yeah, it's just like, man, this reminds me of climbing up, a, you know, a Skyrim mountain and seeing the deer or not the deer, the goats just along the side. Yeah. Of course, the goats are a lot harder to kill in Skyrim. I can't just, you know, entropy them, but. <laughs> All right, so if we're uh, done with the zone there, let's move right on 
to the trial. And yes, we did get to go at this day one. That was very awesome. We had about half the group from our guild. So that was always cool. And we went into it blind, except there was one guy that we had picked up that was kind of saying stuff, but it was very general. So it was a pretty blind run. And uh, yeah, it went pretty freaking smooth uh, for, you know, it being a brand new trial. Yeah, I think we uh, only wiped once to bosses and we wiped a few times to the uh, ad poles. Freaking ads. Especially the last two or three. Like, F you, Finn. Why are your ads harder than the bosses? (laughs) You know, especially that last boss. Like, who needs mechanics, am I right? (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. uh, Do do you want to just get into that then, dog? (laughs) I mean, you might as well. Go ahead. All right. Yeah, on the final boss, I have a clip of it, of, uh, like, our fight. Like, for the first part, we, we were just burning. And he started doing that one phase where uh, he kind of just sits there and pulses damage out. And there's this little lightning thing, like, circling the room. Oh, so, yeah, we were, like, we had no idea what to do. And we were pretty much just damaging, 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 trying to pick up revives, all that. And then we wipe. Well, everyone except for Graham, because he's a tank. And then he dies a little bit later. But yeah, then we wipe. And then, you know, we all revive. And we're like, you know what? We could to- probably totally burn this thing as he's doing that phase. If we just hard stack, use some AoE heals, and just burn the boss to death. Because, you know, no cuss words. <laughs> and yeah, that's exactly what we did. He hit that face, I think about 75%, and he didn't stop until he was dead. And the only we only lost one ally, and that's because he was not in the heels. It was it scary. There were moments where I was like, oh my god, I'm gonna die. But <laughs> it's you know, it worked out. I, of course, was the one who was like, No, guys, you know, like we we can't just burn through it. We get in there like, nah, I think we could burn through it. And I was like, all right, let's try it. And sure enough. Yeah. Next try just burned. Yeah. It was fun though. And I think they're the other bosses were pretty interesting. And, uh, yeah, there's a lot of trash pulls again. And, uh, sorry. I know Finn hates when you call them trash pulls, but you know, lower ad pulls but they are like dog said earlier uh they got us killed a couple times so they could be nasty yeah especially those infusers yeah and the uh oh man which one was giving them the shield was it the, the brawler i think so yeah something like that but whoever was giving them the shield that entire time that was freaking uh hated that ad but uh, from our experience, that was the trial of heavy sex and only one simple chest. But there's a lot of Did heavy we sex. find a chest? I don't even remember. I remember just like so many heavy. It's like it was like the Celine's web of trials. Pretty much. So other than heavy sex, what about the rest of the uh, rewards you could get out of there, dog? So you can get some nice titles from it, like the Shield of the North, which is the hard mode. 
uh, title. We can get the Kynes Wrath title, which is the No Death Speed Run and Hard Mode all in one run. And you can get the Dawnbringer title, which is doing all of the quests. You also get the memento of a ritual circle totem, which, you know, it's a memento, but it is a pretty cool memento, at least. And then, of course, when you complete it on veteran, you also get the skin, which is the Seaborn Silver, which pretty much, I think, just makes your skin silver. So, yeah, did did you have to notice? Was there a hard mode for each boss like there was in Sunspire? I have no idea. I yeah, I don't think there was. So that would be just the hard mode at the end. But yeah, those are some cool titles. But man, doing that on vet hard mode, I think would be pretty tough considering we have no idea the mechanics because we just burned through it. <laughs> yeah, pretty much. Even veteran would be hard. Or if, uh, yeah, no, just veteran would be hard. Because you wouldn't yeah. be able to do that final boss. <laughs> So, any last thoughts on the trial there, dog? I mean, I enjoyed it. I thought it was uh, pretty well paced. And, uh, you know, there was some pretty cool fights in there. Different, at least. Yeah, you know, some of the fights were good. And overall, and now hear me out, I think the trial was pretty cool. <laughs> oh, my gosh. I, I didn't give Dog enough time to write puns, so he's just going to use the same one over and over. <laughs> yeah, but it's a good pun. One would say he's pretty cool. <laughs> so, as always, we wanted to take this little middle portion of our episode to remind you all that we are part of the oh-so-insanely-wildly-popular Robots Radio Podcast Network, where all the cool people you know are going to find their podcasts. And if you go check out robotsradio.net, you can find not only our show, but many other great shows like this one. I'm Bob. And I'm Brad. We're lifelong friends. And the hosts of the Film and Whiskey Podcast. This is the show where each week we review a classic movie and a glass of whiskey. That's right. Every week we go in-depth on a well-known movie while sampling the best from the world of scotch, bourbon, and more. Because nothing goes better with strong opinion than equally strong liquor. Bob's a movie nerd. Brad's an average Joe. But together, we give fresh insights and hot takes on the world of movies and spirits. So check out the Film and Whiskey Podcast. Part of the Robots Radio Network. Hey everyone, it's your host Bob Chichinsky here with some exciting news for you. Have you ever heard of Loot Crate? They offer all kinds of awesome bundles sent directly to your door with all kinds of different themes, including our favorite series, The Elder Scrolls, and also other cool themes like Fallout, Marvel, gaming, anime, all kinds of stuff. Honestly, there's a bunch. You guys should definitely go check it out. And as part of the Robots Radio Network, we here at the Red Diamond Courier are excited to offer you guys a sweet 15% off discount to your first order with Loot Crate on any of the awesome crates we mentioned above. Not only does it get you a discount on some limited edition merch, it also helps support our show with every crate sold. So, if you're interested, make sure that you use the link in our show notes down there you know just scroll down in our episode there you'll see it 
because that's how they know that we sent you there. Then all you have to do is use the code ROBOTSRADIO to get your 15% off discount. We thank you guys very much for all the support as always. And now, back to the show. All right, all right, all right, dogged. So, let's get back into this, man. We've got a couple more things to talk about here. How are you digging Blackreach? It's not cool, so I don't want to hear anything about it. I'm just kidding. Well, for Blackreach, I found a hole and I got stuck. So, <laughs> yeah, it definitely isn't pretty cool. It's uh, pretty uh, holy, if you ask me. But uh, it's pretty, it was pretty dark, and yeah, I fell in a hole. Oh, I also found a book. And this book is awesome. Do you know why? Um, no, I have no idea. I cannot see it right here in the notes. <laughs> <laughs> it's because the book is called How to Pronounce Dwemer Words by Amadri Draven. And it reads, first, inhale deeply. Second, drink a full glass of mead or serodelic brandy, whichever you prefer. Inhale deeply again. Put four to seven smooth, rounded pebbles in your mouth. Attempt to say any word you like, but leave out most of the vowels and add extra consonants. And then, emphasize the third or fourth syllable in an exaggerated manner. Even if the word has only two syllables. And now, we all know how to learn how to pronounce Dwemer words correctly. Thank you, dog. I will never read <laughs> incorrectly again. <laughs> yeah. You know, you just got to drink some meat or seodelic brandy and find some pebbles and put them in your mouth. It's definitely the brandy for me. And then also along my quest, I found Naramo, which he doesn't really like me for my decision that I made back in Betnik way back when. But... He did give me a named lightning sack for Winner's Respite, so that was pretty cool. <laughs> oh my goodness. What did you do to Naramo, dog? What did I do? Um, I chose to give the uh, weapon of mass destruction to the Dagger of All Covenant instead of, I think, destroying it or keeping it with the, uh, uh, the spirits or something like that. Oh, yeah, forget Narama, man. He just does not understand wartime operations. Yeah, and it saved somebody's uh, brother, so it, it was a win-win. Well, yeah, there you go. You just can't trust people like Narama. No, nah, I'm just kidding, but I did do that quest, too. And, yeah, Blackreach is... I'm not going to lie. I was so against them. I mean, you guys... You know, if you've listened to the cast um, for a while, you know that I was not that excited for Black Reach. But man, they pulled it off. Um, it's not like somewhere I'm going to go spend a bunch of time just like, oh man, I can't wait to go to Black Reach. But when you're there, it's like, oh man, look at all this. Like, this is so cool. And there's these deer down there that have like glowy lines all over them. And they're just like, man, this is freaking awesome. Oh, yeah, and, I kill a few of those. Dang it, dog. Stop killing the cool glowy deers. <laughs> but then um, you also have, besides all just the, 
you know, I guess environment and the animals and everything just looks cool down there. You can really just climb around all kinds of rocks and just... I was worried that it was going to be very easy to get lost, but it's very, uh, you know, you can run wherever you want and there's all kinds of, you know, way shrines and things on your compass to keep you oriented. And there are a handful of way shrines down there to help you get around and it's like segmented in different parts. They did really good and I'm very impressed that they made even me... Say Black Reach looks good. Kind of like a little side side track, but uh, this has to do with uh Black Reach. But uh, have you gotten the Crimson Route yet, or Crimson Known Route? No, I have not found any. Wow, that's probably because I I you know all those people are grabbing it, but I found three so far. What about the uh Charis uh Alchemy Mats? Have you found any of those yet? Uh, not that I could recall, no. I definitely haven't picked any up off the ground or anything. Yeah, the only thing I found that you could pick up off the out was Charis eggs, but it's just a trash item. And I've killed plenty of uh, Charis too, so I'm kind of curious on, like, if I'm, like, doing it wrong, or maybe it's just, like, a very low drop chance for the alchemy ingredient. Yeah, like you said, it could just be, like, really hard to get them right now, like, low spawn rate and too many people. Yeah. But yeah. So uh Blackreach, there is, you know, room to go adventure down there. Oh, one thing I will say the Harrow Storms in Blackreach, those are really cool looking. And yes, there's Harrow Storms down there. There's a few. Go check them out. There's also a couple bosses, there's delves, they really and it got a public dungeon too. And it's a no his dog has taught me to pronounce it. Uh, dwarven names so yes go check and, it out and there are cockroaches with 129 health or something ridiculous that isn't one <laughs> but you could still one shot so yeah I could, st- yep, I could still kill him with entropy so it's all fine all right so any uh last thoughts other than cockroaches there on black reach dog <clears throat> um there's also shroom beetles Dude, I want one of those as a pet. Like, <laughs> give me give me the glowy shroom beetle. Yeah, so that I can kill it. No. So you could <laughs> wish you could kill it. Well, it follows me. Yeah. yeah. I-, I could see how that would be annoying. And yeah, I wouldn't want that to happen. <laughs> All right. So um, we got two more things we're going to kind of go into. One I am super excited for, and one, the next one, Vampirism, I have almost not checked out at all. So uh, what about you, dog? Do you do you got some uh, info for the people here? Um, having the uh, purifying Mara is very uh, useful, especially if, you know, you kind of like to run around and uh, <clears throat> uh, murder <clears throat> people. And uh, yeah. It's a very excellent to, you know, kill people from afar. And yeah, I like it. I also have to drink uh, that purifying uh, Mara so that uh, I could talk to NPCs again. But yeah. Nice. And uh, have you tried out any of the new skills? Um, 
No, not really. I just uh, got uh, one of the passives so that I uh, could sneak faster and it removes the penalty to sneak. Rather than that, like if you're a stage one vampire, I didn't really feel any difference, but I'm also a Breton with false gods, so. Yeah, I did try out the ultimate, but haven't really got to mess with it. The like seeing through wall stuff is really cool. I can vouch for that. Yeah, that's uh, pretty much all that I have done with the, my vampire so far. So, Yeah, so not a lot on the vampirism stuff for us, but there is a whole world to check out. So I've also tried the uh, toggle skill that increases your stuff and like costs health, and I've found that it costs a lot of my health and is hard to keep up, so... And I have to uh, move some stuff, you know, think, rethink some stuff if I want to run that skill. That's for sure. Yeah. So with that, let's get into our last little bit of it here. And that is antiquities. I have all kinds of little stuff I want to talk about, dog. But uh, why don't you give them some of the basic stuff? What are the some of the rewards I could get, etc. And then... Uh, well, what about you? How how have you been liking Antiquities? Have you got super into it? Uh, antiquities? Uh, yeah, I've been uh, pretty into it. Uh, I haven't really delved that far into it. I think my my uh antic my uh excavation and scrying. I think they're still at like level three, maybe level four. I haven't done it too much, but uh, yeah, I definitely like it. It seems pretty easy enough i've kind of gotten into a system and yeah i can't wait for the harder stuff too now for rewards there's a lot of rewards that you can get from uh antiquities like the uh title master historian and the antiquarian field garb for completing antiquity achievements which was just like four listed achievements you can also get the Memento of Antiquarian's Telescope, which is when you excavate 150 bonus items. Uh, one of my uh, more sought after is the die, which is marble white, which is what you get for excavating 100 antiquities. There's also the title Sagacious Seer and the Antiquarian Robes, which is you get for max rank of the scrying skill line. There are three motifs. There's the unique armor and jewelry. There are many, many, many furnishings. I think one for each zone. There's a Somerset DLC emote. There's a Thieves Guild DLC music box. There is the Magical Land Siege weapons. It has the fire, ice, and get this, shock. How shocking. Crickets. <laughs> I'll take it. At least the crickets like it. That's true. There's also, <laughs> there's also the uh, adornments and body markings. And Bob's favorite, the Dwarven Ebon Mount. I am definitely excited for that. But I'm mainly excited for the mythic items. I want them so bad. I want to go try out builds and mess with all kind of stuff. And there are all kinds of guides out there if you guys want to go level up antiquities. 
Uh, I would highly recommend if you have never heard of Inklings. Um, he is a ESS Dream Team member. If you've ever heard someone say, do your writs, they're probably Inklings or referring to Inklings. And he also put together a uh, nice little document, which is a great little guide, and it shows just the needed XP for each level and everything. And if you want something a little bit more like hands-on, Alcas has a very, you know, a good power leveling guide for antiquities and that's on YouTube and also has a written out version and man the antiquities are freaking awesome I also something I was not super excited for but I got hooked immediately anyone who knows me in real life knows I love Minesweeper and this is like an ESO Minesweeper, almost not really, but there's a level of it that kind of is. And it's all about finding the when you're digging, it's about finding where your treasure is going to be, knowing what it's going to look like, and then excavating the right parts of it. As far as the scrying, there is, um, I don't even really know a game that you could compare that to. But it's just kind of connecting different symbols. And I will tell you, if you have a hard time with it at first, man, the perks and the passives that you get and the skill trees, oh my gosh, they make it so easy. And just start messing with those once you unlock them and it will really, really help you. And also another thing that's super helpful is knowing to... A slot on your wheel there, the antiquarian's eye, and use that when you're in the you know excavation area or whatever active dig site to point you to the little dig thing, and that's really helpful too. And I'm freaking in love with the whole system. I'm so excited. I've been doing the grind in Artem and then move the grind everywhere else, and uh, it's cool. I think that. This is the first thing that takes people back into regions that really is like, gives you like, oh, I'm in Ardon. Like, I have to go to this part. I've been, you know, like reminds you of certain like different things you've done, places you've been. and gives you a reason to be in that area doing that area's thing. Not just, I'm closing rifts all over and I'm traveling closest way shrines or, um... What's something else that takes you all over to Amriel in recent chapter? Uh, I guess uh, we didn't really have one like that that I can refer to. What? I said uh, treasure maps. They take you all over. Treasure maps, too, also take you all over. But, yeah, you know, it's like it really gets you into, like, that area. And it's like, oh, I am in this area. I got to go find this part. I got to go... Maybe somewhere you haven't, you know, been to a part of a zone that you never really explored. So it's cool. I really, really like it. I'm surprised how much I like it. And I will probably continue to grind it tonight, even after we finish recording this podcast. I'm particularly excited for that Master Historian title because 
I have a bachelor's in history, and I'm going to want to be, you know, a teacher, a historian. So, yeah, I really want to be the master historian in Elder Scrolls. I'm very excited for that. And I will have that probably tomorrow. Yep, so uh, it'll be Bob the Master Historian and Dog the Alpha Predator. <laughs> but Bob does more damage. <laughs> That's debatable. Even though it's probably ah, but, uh, the du- <laughs> the, the dummy might not debate that. <laughs> um yeah, Artam is popping because of that uh guide and what I like about like the Artam right now is like I don't really have to look. It's like I just pop the uh the tool, like the memento tool, and I kind of just like if it points points to a direction, I start looking to where the groups of people are. And it's at one of the groups of people. Which is very helpful when I was first starting out because I didn't have the uh uh the passive where it showed the uh spot. So very nice. Yeah, that is really helpful. In the passive where you show the spot, it kinda is like pretty helpful, but it it's not as good as like a resource node one that's for sure and it glows kind of green so especially if you're in somewhere where there's a lot of green it could not it's it's like okay yeah that it does help but not as much as i was originally hoping for yeah and uh have you heard any like anybody talking about the magical lance siege weapons at all i haven't seen or heard anyone get them or do anything with them yet no well, let me just, uh, I saw a couple people, and do you know what they said? No. Their reviews were that it was shocking, it's cool, and it's hot. I really actually thought you were going to have something to say there, too. <laughs> yeah, that was uh, quite a pun, if you ask me. <laughs> Dog has probably been thinking of that one since earlier <laughs> on, where I was like, Dog didn't have time to write any puns, so there you go, guys. Anyways. Antiquities have ended up being super awesome. And I guess uh, this is about the end. So right now, dog, we've had Graymore for like three days. Overall, everything. What is your opinions? What are your favorite parts? What are some parts you're not liking? And where would you rank it among chapters? So far, we've had four. So one out of four. One being the best, four being the worst. I think the only uh, true thing is uh, two of four, because, you know, I haven't played it all yet. And I haven't really touched Morrowind at all. And I haven't done Somerset outside of, like, the uh, geysers and Sigic skill line. So... Yeah, I definitely like Elsewhere and the Dragons and all like the looting from all that. So yeah, I definitely say it's a two. I also enjoyed the uh, story from Elsewhere a lot more, whereas this uh, the main story in uh, what is this uh, Western Skyrim is I'm not really liking it as much. You guys will remember that next week, and we'll talk to Dog about the story again. <laughs> and what are your opinions? ranking one from four one to four uh so i would probably put this at two 
uh, it's kind of like I didn't really. I'm not a big elsewhere guy, and uh, Morrowind. I've never played the game, and I was not a big fan of all the mushroom and everything. So it's like the mushrooms were kind of cool, but there was a lot of them in all of Ardenfell. I was like. Ah, uh, Vivek's like, alright, so I would probably say Morrowind will be 4, Elsewhere 3, this 2, Somerset 1. I just love Somerset, and Somerset was like the place where when I was, you know, a youngling player on Ardon, <laughs> looking out over the seas and seeing Somerset, and I remember my girl being like, oh man, one day, like... You know, that's like the home of the elves. One day, I bet we'll be able to go to Somerset, and that happened. And I was like, that's freaking, I love that place. But for this to even rival that, it takes a lot, and it's close. And I still have a bit more to finish off with Skyrim, and uh, they have this whole year, come on, come on, Bob, year-long uh, story thing going on now, so who knows if that will help push this over, uh, you know, onto the best chapter throughout, you know, just the full story of it, I don't know, but it is definitely awesome, I would say 100% worth, uh, getting and trying, I think it is fully worth your $40 or whatever it is for the basic, uh, version of it, I think that you will get that much enjoyment out of it, $40 worth or more. I think that I've already got more. And I think that it's pretty easy to get, you know, your money's worth with this expansion. And it's a lot of fun. And if nostalgia is your thing, you got it. If you just want, you know, new content, there's plenty of it. If you wanted a new system with some mini game and interesting stuff to do on the side, well, you're not doing all this other stuff. You got it. There is just so much. They did a really good job, and you know, uh, five stars all around. You know, from the courier shop, unless different opinion from dog. No, you can also fish there too if you're now a crazy fisherman. There's that there you uh, go. angler thing. Yeah, that's, that's very true. So, yeah, that is going to just about wrap it up for us here in the Courier Shop. We hope you guys are enjoying the freaking crap out of Greymore. I know you PC guys have had it for a while now, but I can assume that two weeks is not enough to knock all this crazy crap out and get all the new Mythic gear and all that fun stuff, which maybe it is. I will probably let you know next week. Um, but regardless, Dogged, where can people find us if they want to shout at us and tell us how cool slash or not cool we are? You can find us on Twitter of, uh, <clears throat> you can find us on Twitter of at Red Diamond Cast. You can also find us on Facebook. We have our Xbox code of Heirs of the Red Diamond, which you can join using the Robots Radio Discord on robotsradio.net. And if you check out our show notes, you can find a link to our merch store as well as the link to Loot Crate, which you got to use our link. They'll tell them we sent you there. Get your 15% off discount using the code there in the show notes. 
Both of these help support our show if that's something you are ever looking to do. And you can also get the link to our music creator, Daniel Nisley. Plus, if you have the time and can find it in your heart, we would absolutely love if you left us a review. Not only does it just make our day, but on top of that, it helps us move up those charts and get, you know, noticed. And, you know, we want to be number one. You guys want us to be number one. Let's get to number one. I don't know if that's actually possible, but how cool would that be? So anyways, if you guys could take the time to leave us a review, we would super appreciate it. If it's a five-star review and you got words in there, we will shout it out on the show. I am not kidding. I will read it, even if it says dog smells. Wait, I will be excited to read that. (laughs) (laughs) So, yeah, speaking of dogged, dogged, where can people find you? You can find me on Xbox of Dogbark24. You can also find me on ESOPC of at Dogbark24. And you can also go to Twitter of at Dogbark24, and you can say how amazing my puns were this episode or how much you agree with Bob and you think that it was a little bit too much. I don't know. I think my puns were pretty (laughs) cool. I was about to say, I didn't think it was too much except of the one bun that you kept saying. And as in thinking that, <laughs> you literally said it again. So, that, cheers, bro. Cheers yeah. to your coolness, dog. Oh, my goodness. Thank now you. he's got me doing it. <laughs> and if you guys want to come hang out with me, catch me on Twitter, Bob underscore Chinsky. I'm streaming over on Twitch, the same thing, Bob underscore Chinsky. And you could even hit me up and friend me on PC ESO with the same freaking tag. Thank you guys for hanging out so much. Um, this is awesome. Uh, we've been waiting five months for this. Uh, all together, as we said earlier, this was, you know, our first episode was the day before Graymore got announced. And here we are all together as Graymore comes out. We have put out an episode every week since. And yeah, thank you for uh, being here with me again, dog. And I look forward to next week where we could talk about more awesome freaking stuff. Yeah. Sounds, uh, sounds like a lot of fun. All right, guys. We'll catch you later. Have a great weekend and enjoy that gray more. Yep. Stay cool, everyone. Bye, guys. (laughs) You've been listening to a Robots Radio podcast. Smart shows for interesting people. Check out all the shows at robotsradio.net. Hey. Hi. Do you enjoy being optimistic about bad movies? Or do you enjoy at least trying to figure out where someone worked really hard on a bad movie? Well, we've got the podcast for you. New to Robots Radio, we represent Fresh Tomatoes, the movie podcast. Each week, we look at two movies that did really badly critically, but we try to find the good in them. And we have segments such as What Could Have Saved It? And Would You Watch It Again? If you're there on a Saturday night, you want to watch a bad movie, but you're not sure if it's like good bad or bad bad, or if you should even bother, give us a listen. You can find us on Robots Radio, Spotify, Apple Podcasts, and wherever else you listen to podcasts. Please come and say hi. We love you already. (laughs) (laughs) Goodbye. Goodbye.